You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone, it's Connie here and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. It is awesome to be back here with you. I feel like it's been ages since I hopped on here and did a little mini podcast with you. So I'm so excited to dive into this conversation today and I hope that you get so much out of what I have to share with you. What I want to talk about today is a process that I just went through in my own life. And if you follow me on social media you would know that I just moved house. And the reason that I feel to talk about this today is for a couple of reasons. One being, I think I have mentioned on this podcast before, a few things around my home and my living environment and my intention to create a change around that, that I was desiring something new in that area of my life. But I also want to talk about it today because the way this manifestation unfolded completely blew my mind. And was such an incredible demonstration of how you can use your intuition to manifest. So today's episode is all about how to use our intuition to manifest our dreams and how to follow our inner guidance to bring what it is that we want into our reality. I want to walk you through the whole process that I went through from the moment that this desire was born to the way that this tangible manifestation literally just dropped in my lap and everything that happened in between. And as I was reflecting on this, I was reflecting on the process I went through to manifest this change. And I realized it's a very similar process that I've applied every single time I have gone through a change or manifested something new using my intuition and by following my inner guidance. And I realized there were six key steps that I typically follow every time I want to manifest something and I want to do it with my intuition. So I thought, awesome, I'm going to jump on the pod today and talk you guys through it because I think you'll get so much out of this. And I think I'm also really excited about this today because I'm coming to realize that this is ultimately what I'm here to teach in the world. I'm becoming so much clearer on what my work in the world is. And it's really about teaching people a new way of living their life, a way of living where you are guided by your heart, your soul, and your intuition, when you are deeply connected to yourself, your true self. And it's this way of living where you no longer see yourself just as this little human being in this physical body. You no longer rely on your logical thinking for everything. Instead, you realize that you can tap into the power of the whole universe. You feel connected to everything. You feel plugged into a higher power. And this energy starts to guide your whole life. You are able to untangle from all these old patterns of fear and awaken the energy of love. And love starts to guide everything. It truly is such a magical, magical way of living. What I also want to share with you before we dive into today's episode is a little more about 
a online course that I've been working on, which if you follow me on social media, you may have heard me talking about already. And this course is called Slow Down and Tune In. And ultimately, it is designed to teach you everything that I have just been talking about. It is a beautiful journey of guiding you back into connection with yourself, dropping you in deeper helping you create inner space, slow down all of the thoughts and the noise and the emotions that are swelling around within you and find that beautiful place of stillness and peace within and to begin to awaken and access the feelings of wholeness and happiness and love that exist within you as well when you come into connection with your heart, with your inner truth, with your power and with your intuition. What I am sharing in this course truly feels like my purpose at this point in time. It feels like what I'm really here to teach and it's very, very reflective of my own personal journey and what I've been learning. There will be more details about this course coming in around June 2017 and if it resonates with you, I would absolutely love to have you share the journey with me. But for now, let's dive into this episode because I'm really excited to share with you this six-step process to manifesting by using your intuition. All right, first things first, manifestation always begins with desire. It always begins with birthing your new desire. And very often a desire is born from contrast. And what I mean by that is by knowing what you don't want, by knowing what doesn't feel good, by knowing what isn't working anymore, you then start to get some clarity around what you want instead. And it's very common and and very understandable that at certain parts in your life, you'll find yourself in situations where something that once felt good no longer feels good anymore. Something that once felt really aligned or was really working or was really what you desired is no longer what you desire. And that's usually an indication that you've grown you've changed, you've evolved in some way. And maybe you're at this point now where suddenly you're looking around at an area of your life feeling like, you know what? I don't want this anymore. This doesn't feel good anymore. I want more than this. I want something different. So that's where your new desire is born. And this desire for me around my home was probably born about six months ago. So for the past two years, I had been living back with flatmates. And prior to that, I was living in my own apartment. But over the past two years, it had really felt supportive for me to be back living with other people. But then over the past six months, this new desire had been brewing. And it was so clear that I was ready for a change and that I wanted a different living environment. I wanted to be back living on my own. So I want you to start thinking about what area of life it is for you. It may be home like it is for me. It might be something within your family, your finances, your body, just the person that you're being and how you want to show up in the world, your career, whatever it is. But what I would do with this desire, and this is typically what I do every time I want to create or manifest something, is I visit the desire every single day in my journal. So every morning I would sit and I would tune in and I would close my eyes and start to meditate on and visualize what I wanted to create. And sometimes I would get images of what my new home would look like. Other times I would just feel it. I would get this really beautiful feeling in my heart of what it would be like to be in my new space. 
I would notice the different woman I would be when I was living in there. And I would tune into the feeling of this desire every single morning. Then I would journal about it. And sometimes I would write about it, like describing the type of space, or I'd write more detail about how it would feel. Or I would describe more about the woman that I would be living in this space and how my life would be when I was living here. And visiting your desire every day is so important. Because sometimes we say we want something, but then we never think about it again. And without realizing, all we're doing is just continuing to focus on where we are and what we don't want. But we're not giving very much energy to where we want to be instead. So that is my first recommendation for you, is when you birth a new desire, and we want this to be a desire that has arisen from your heart, that has come from love, that just feels so exciting and inspiring to you. It's a desire that pulls at you from within, that stirs within your heart and you feel it inside of you. It's not something you're just chasing externally. It's actually got a real feeling of love and desire and excitement and passion behind it. Yeah. We need that energy as fuel. So you want to check in with that desire every day, spend time journaling about it, visualizing it, putting it on your vision board, whatever it is, but make sure it's getting your energy and your attention. What I also just want to emphasize here as we're talking about desire is to recognize that the most important part of your desire is the energy of it and the feeling of it. In the old way of manifesting, we work a lot with our mind, with logic, with planning, with strategy, control, and the mind thinks that it has to figure everything out and figure out how to make this thing happen. So we take a lot of action, a lot of wasted action, and we feel like we have to control everything. When we work with manifestation from the place of intuition, there's a lot more flow here. We understand the power of our energy, that in order to create a new reality, we simply need to shift our energy to come into alignment with that reality. It's actually more of an energy game than an action game. So when you're working with your desire every day, make sure you're really coming into the energy space of what it would feel like to have it and work every day to bring your energy in this present moment into alignment with what your energy would feel like once your desire was manifested. That will really speed up the process and will mean that any action you take will be fully aligned and supportive rather than being forced controlling action. The second step of this manifestation process is about clearing the blocks. And this is a really powerful part. So don't skip over this. You need to look at what is currently going on within you that is potentially blocking you from this new reality that you want to call in or is keeping you out of alignment with it. Are there any fears, limiting beliefs, stories that you're telling yourself that again could be blocking you from being able to call in this change? So for example, for me, I had lived on my own previously and I noticed my mind kept going back to where I was living previously whenever I would think about stepping into my new home. And it would replay all of these things that happened in my previous time living on my own that weren't very positive. Last time that I lived on my own, it was actually a really stressful, anxious time. I felt very isolated. I became a complete workaholic. I was feeling the weight of the financial pressure of having my own space. I was in a relationship that wasn't very supportive and it was just a really stressful time. 
So I had a lot of fear about potentially stepping into that again, that the same thing would happen. And I want you to notice when this is happening to you, when you want to call in something new, something beautiful, but your mind brings up a memory from the past and it says, yeah, but remember last time that you did that and it really didn't work out or you got hurt or you failed or it was stressful. And that's how it will prevent you from trying to move forward. Now, here's the thing. These logistical little things around, will I be able to handle it? Will I have enough money? Will it work out? None of that is up to you to figure out. And how can you possibly know the answer to those questions until you're in the situation? You really have to trust yourself that if you feel called to bring this into your life, that you also have the ability to handle it. Life will not give you anything that you cannot handle. So you really got to trust yourself here and you got to keep tuning into some belief systems that will support you rather than ones that will hold you back. So in this situation where you have limiting beliefs and stories arising, I recommend you write them out and you begin to question and challenge them. Just notice how quickly you give power to and believe the stories in your mind. If these aren't supporting you, please challenge them. Are you sure that they're true? Are you sure that you can't afford it? Are you sure that you're not capable? Can you be absolutely certain that you're going to fail? Challenge the thoughts and the belief systems that don't support you and then create some new beliefs that align with what you desire and which support you. So you might want to ask yourself, what would I need to believe in order to be able to receive this desire? What would I need to believe in order to be able to step into this manifestation? Do I need to believe that I'm more than capable of manifesting the money? Do I need to believe that I'm good enough? Do I need to believe that I can handle this? Do I need to believe that I am worthy and deserving of love? Do I need to believe that everything always works out for me? Do I need to believe that I'm divinely guided and I'm always supported? Write out your new belief systems and practice them as affirmations. Say them daily and start to reprogram your mind in a way that will support you, in a way that will align you with your new reality. And my final point on this is that sometimes you just have to say yes and figure it out later. So on this step of clearing the blocks, it may not always mean that you have cleared every single block before your manifestation drops in. Sometimes you just have to say yes and figure it out later, meaning you might still be afraid. You might still have doubt. You may not have any evidences yet to show you that the money will come through or that you'll be capable of it or that you can do it or that it will all work out. This is where trust comes in. So sometimes when your manifestation drops in, if you feel it, if you feel the knowing that this is right for you, if your heart is calling you forward, even if your mind tells you that you're crazy, you have to say yes, and then you figure out the how later. And it always, I promise you, when you follow your heart, it always comes together. All right. So the third point now is about learning how to love where you are, even when you really, really want to be somewhere else. And I know this is one of the hardest steps to practice, but I recorded a podcast on this recently, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And in that podcast, which is called The First Step to Changing Anything, is where I say that the first step to changing anything is a wholehearted acceptance of where you are. Because for as long as we are resisting 
where we are and fighting with our reality and complaining and judging and making it wrong, we are giving all of our energy to where we are and to what we don't want. And so we're just creating more of it. So throughout the process of manifestation, you have to be really, really aware of how you're using your energy. And I want to encourage you to use it very, very wisely because you are a powerful creator. So if you want to call in a happy future, a happy destination, a happy whatever it is, relationship, home, career, etc., you can't have that happy destination and be unhappy on the journey. It just doesn't work like that. So we've got to do our best to bring ourselves into a state of acceptance, allowing, appreciation, and peace with where we are as we're on the journey of calling in what it is that we want. So how this played out for me in my living situation was pretty interesting. I had known very, very clearly for about six months that I really didn't want to be where I was. But at that point, I didn't have the guidance that I should leave. I kept tuning in and the guidance wasn't there to leave. The guidance was to stay, which was really difficult. And many of you might find this in situations where you're in a job that you can't leave right away or a relationship that you know you want to leave, but there's a bit of a process to how you're going to get yourself out of there. Or maybe you're in a body that you just can't change overnight. You know there's a journey to that too. And we need to learn how to be happy on the journey and make peace with the journey and make peace with the present moment and what we have. So in my living situation, I would very often get triggered by my flatmate and I would spend a lot of evenings in my room just festering. I'll be honest, I would get frustrated and angry and really triggered and really annoyed by various things about her. So what I began doing was intercepting that thought pattern when it would happen. I would notice myself wanting to go there and I would tell myself to stop and I would instead do the opposite and I would send her some love and I would send her some love when I was sitting in my room or I would send her some love when I was talking to her and I would just do my best to radiate a really positive energy towards her. And I also thought about another thing I've talked about on this podcast about dropping the expectations of who we think other people should be in order to make us happy. And I remembered, you know what, this is her living environment. This is who she is. Maybe I need to just allow her to be whoever she wants to be. And if I get triggered by that, that's my issue. There's nothing wrong with her. And as I began to take responsibility for my own reactions and judgments and my own crap that I was projecting onto her, everything in the living situation started to shift. And all of a sudden, I actually found myself feeling really at peace around her and completely accepting of her and almost actually quite happy to be around her. And then it was only then within a week that suddenly my living situation changed. So from a state of non-resistance, that's how you create change. Okay. All right. Number four, this is where we really start to bring in our intuition because number four is about surrender. And this is where you have to really surrender the timings of everything, the how, the when, and the plan. You really have to trust the timing of things. You have to trust the bigger plan. And when you're plugged into your intuition, and I'm going to share my practice with you around this in a minute, but when you're plugged into your intuition, you will know when it's time to act and you will know when it's time to wait. 
You've got to be wary of pushing and forcing and rushing things because sometimes there are a whole lot of things unfolding underneath the surface that you can't see. When you're co-creating with the universe, a lot is happening in the invisible realm. The universe is working on your behalf with you to bring things together and your intuition will be the compass that guides you in the moments that you need to just keep trusting or in the moments that you need to act. But be really wary, and this is why the previous step of making peace with where you are is so important, because if you're in a state of resistance and you push and force to get out of where you are because you don't want to be there, you could very well just end up in another situation that doesn't feel good because you haven't been patient and done the pre-work in the lead up to your manifestation. So surrender means letting go. It means allowing. It means dropping into the flow. Staying in that state of non-resistance, loving and appreciating where you are, spending time tending to your desire energetically and doing your inner work to prepare for it, and then staying in the present moment and staying open and ready to receive the guidance, to receive the clues, to receive the next step. But be aware of trying to take over control of this process. That happened to me a couple of times in the home. I got really impatient and I was like, I know what I need to do. I need to go on apartment hunt. And then every time I would do it, it would just feel wrong and nothing would come together. It all felt really off. It felt really stressful. I was manifesting all these challenges and issues to go on with it. So that was my indication when I started to take action and it all kind of messed up rather than flowing. That was when I had to be like, okay, stop, surrender, let go, come back inwards and wait until you get a hit of guidance to take some action. So this leads me on to point number five, and this is a really important practice again of working with your intuition on knowing when to take action and when not to. So what I would do every day with my vision when I would tune in in the morning and visualize it and feel it is I would also ask, is there any step? I need to take today? What step do I need to take? Is there anything for me to do? And it was there that I would listen. I would listen for any insights, for information, for clues, for guidance. And the really challenging thing about my particular situation was that for months, I got nothing. For months, I kept saying to my guidance, is there anything I should do? And I would get nothing. I would just get the guidance, keep showing up where you are, keep loving where you are, keep making the best of where you are. That was pretty much all I heard over and over. So we've also got to stay really open to the fact that the plan may unfold very differently to what we had been anticipating and that the actual manifestation may look different to what we had thought. So being open and receptive to whatever the guidance is, is so important. Let me tell you my story and my example of what happened here. It was around a month ago at the Pisces full moon. Again, I was doing my work of tuning into my guidance. And in the lead up to this moon, I'd been feeling really emotional and frustrated because I knew that my birthday was only a month away. And I was really upset that I was still going to be living in this home environment on my birthday I was starting to get to my wits end. I was feeling really like my home environment was holding my work back. I kept talking to my inner guidance and saying, why am I still here? I really feel like I'm ready to move. Like, come on, let's go. 
but I still wasn't getting any signs to take action. So in the lead up to this full moon, I remember sitting under the Pisces full moon one day meditating and I got this really strong feeling hit me and I felt my whole energy system just become really unsettled and I felt really a bit anxious and it was this feeling that change was coming. And I remember I sat with that feeling. It was in my energy system for about three days, all under that moon. I just kept feeling it. I would wake up every day with this sort of unsettled, anxious feeling. And the guidance that I was hearing and picking up on was saying to me, there's going to be a change around your home. There's going to be a change around your home. That was the guidance I was getting. But At that stage, I couldn't see any evidence or proof with my eyes. I had no evidence to to show me that anything was changing. I didn't know if it was going to change at my current home or meant a new home. But when you're this plugged into your intuition, and this is really what I'm wanting to emphasize, you just trust that feeling. That feeling starts to become more real than anything else. And so even though I couldn't see any proof, With my eyes, I knew that feeling was a feeling I could trust. It's a feeling where I sense something before it happens. And that's how my intuition communicates to me. So then the day after the full moon peaked, again, I just kept having this really unsettled feeling like I'm moving, something's changing. And then I got tagged in a post on Facebook by one of my friends. And I went and viewed the post and it was a girl who was a friend of a friend who had a beautiful one bedroom apartment who was going overseas and she needed someone to sublet her place off her while she was away. And as soon as I saw it, I thought, wow, it's so beautiful. It is absolutely the type of place that I would love to live in. But my mind had all its objections. Yeah, but Connie, do you really want to move somewhere short term? And, you know, I think it's available really soon. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to leave your current place? It's going to be more expensive. How will you afford it? So you've got to notice your mind is going to try to convince you (laughs) to not follow your intuition. But I decided to follow my intuition anyway, and I reached out and I connected with the girl. And she came back and she told me what the rent was, which I thought was outside my budget. And she also said it was available in three weeks, which I was like, I haven't even spoken to my flatmate yet. So I came back to her and I was like, look, thanks. It's outside my budget and I don't think I can move that soon. Thanks, but no thanks. And she came back to me and she said, well, look, I'll be flexible with the move-in date and I'll drop the rent for you by about $100. And I was like, what? (laughs) Oh my goodness. And it was then that I started to realize that maybe this was my manifestation. Maybe this was my exact opportunity coming to drop on my lap, but I just had to stay open because it looked very different to what I was expecting or anticipating. So I went and viewed the place and I remember going to meet her and feeling so nervous. But the minute I stepped inside, my whole body just said yes. It just said, yes, Connie, this is it. So you have to keep following the clues. You have to stay open. You have to take action when you feel pulled to take action, even if your mind tells you that it's silly, that it's crazy, that it's not going to work out. When something appears and you feel a pull towards it, because I did, as soon as I saw it, I felt really excited. Then you've got to follow that, right? Even if you're afraid. So I stepped out of the apartment. I messaged my flatmate and I said, I need to talk to you tonight. I found a place I want to move in three weeks. Can we chat about it? And she wrote back and she said, actually, yeah, no problems. If you move out, I'm going to move out too. I've got somewhere to stay. 
And I was like, what? I wasn't expecting it. We ended up having a chat. Turns out she was ready to move as well. Turns out she was ready to move in three weeks. That night we emailed our agent and we put in our notice to leave. And this all happened within 24 hours. And the thing that's so interesting about this is that my mind had painted all these worst case scenarios. It had said to me, oh, your flatmate's going to be so upset that you're leaving and how are you ever going to fill your room and replace, you know, yourself in the apartment and you're not going to be able to afford somewhere else. And how are you going to fully furnish a new property and all these stories. But when the actual manifestation unfolded, none of those worst case scenarios happened. In fact, it was almost like the storyline bent and molded around my desire and every part of it started to cooperate with me. And that's what happens when you work with your intuition. Crazy stuff happens. People reduce the rent. People move the date that you're going to move in. The person who you thought would be uncooperative is all of a sudden fully on board. That's what happens when you manifest from your intuition. See how I was saying the whole universe is conspiring working behind the scenes to get everything coming together perfectly at the exact moment that it's meant to come together. So my very final step, number six, is be ready to act and act fast. This is again where you'll be tested because the minute your intuition arises, fear is going to arise at the same time. And more often than not, your intuition, I mean, it might give you some notice like I had. I kind of sensed the change, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes out of nowhere, an opportunity just pops out of thin air. That person just rocks up on your doorstep. Something changes and you are forced in that moment to make a decision really, really quickly. So be ready to act and act fast. If it matches to some extent what you think you're asking for, even if you have some doubt, if you feel feel a sense of excitement or a little pull or a little like, ooh, that's interesting, follow it and take action. Take action in the moment when the step presents, even if you're afraid. Okay, so that's definitely going to be part of the test of following your intuition. <laughs> So I now find myself living in this beautiful home, which it's so interesting because this is never what my mind had thought would be the type of place I would move into in terms of something that was a fully furnished property that was someone else's place. I'd be subletting that, you know, was a short term arrangement, but it's ended up being so perfect. It energetically matches every single thing that I was asking for. In fact, it's even better than what I was asking for. And it provides me with a beautiful buffer of time to now get ready for my next step and fully step into setting up my own proper home on my own again. So I really wanted to share this story and I know this episode will be a little bit longer than usual, but I really wanted to share it because it's been a very powerful journey that I've just moved through. I've now stepped into what feels like a whole new reality. It's really crazy how fast it happened, but there was six months of pre-work leading up to it. So I want to say to you, if you're working away at a desire and it just feels like it's never going to happen, I really want you to keep focusing on doing your inner work, aligning your energy, clearing your blocks, making peace with where you are, making the best of where you are tuning in every single day to receive your guidance and taking the steps when they present. And I promise you, if you do that, it's all going to come together in the perfect time that it's meant to. 
So thank you so much for being tuned in to this episode today. I hope you've had a lot of takeaway moments from this, a lot of things that you can practice and implement in your own life. If you have any comments or thoughts or anything you want to share on this episode, you can go to ConnieChapman.com and leave me a message over there. You can also email me at hello at ConnieChapman.com. And if you enjoy Awaken Radio, please go on over to iTunes and subscribe, give the show a rating out of five stars, and why not leave a little review as well? Because it means that this show will reach more people every time you guys give it a rating. So thank you for your support. Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to bringing you some more consistent episodes of Awaken Radio now that I'm in my new space. Sending you guys lots of love. Bye.